I'm riding the king train. I said I'm riding the king train. Hey, hey, buddy, buddy, you like dog? <laughs> we can get your dog. You buy dog. He's good. He's good. He goes like a loser and good dog. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to see you. You come home, you go, gum, 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 Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me once again here at the table of champions is my sidekick. Hey, I'm Dr. Heisenberg. He's Dr. Heisenberg. Anybody who's still on the cane train, get off, because it pulled in the station this morning. Yeah, no, they're just, they're going to be spraying for rats soon. You know, you just... Yeah, the yeah. bartender's not coming back. They're closed. Yeah, I mean, there's mm-hmm. a couple cold sandwiches in the, in the little mini fridge, but you, you don't want them. Yeah, no. No. So, yeah, uh, disembark. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, Herman Cain has... Uh, <laughs> well, we're down to seven. We're down to seven. Indeed we are. I'm, I'm waiting on some, uh, some John Huntsman moments. That's next. <laughs> yeah. Because really, all right, fine. Newt's the front runner this week. Come on. Yeah, no. Nobody no. likes Newt Gingrich. He's a dick. No. You really think he's going to hold momentum for the rest of this primary? No, he's got a big-ass fucking head, and I know that's not a substantive criticism, but the man has a big-ass fucking head. And we got we got the old problem. We got the party entitlement problem that we had with McCain. It's like, Yeah, it's like you know? it's his turn or whatever. Yeah, like, exactly. No. no. No, it's not your turn, Johnny fucking big head. It's not your turn, Pumpkin the Clown. Uncle uh... <laughs> Pumpkin! Yeah. But if, I mean, if you want to... If, if the Republicans want to keep sabotaging themselves by doing, you know, the uh, it's his turn thing... Yeah. Then fine. No, they're welcome to it. Yeah, uh, I don't mind you keeping more dangerous douchey candidates out because... Yeah. You want to let everybody's grandpa have a turn. Yeah, no, the Democrats learned their lesson with John Kerry, and, you know, so, I mean, it's not like, you know, we haven't done our time on, in, in that in that particular uh, delusional forest. I don't um, even really think of myself as a Democrat so much as I think of myself as not a Republican well, and <laughs> pragmatic enough to know that... Nader can't win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, poor <laughs> stupid Ralph. I mean, this isn't new. You remember Bob Dole? <laughs> I remember Bob Dole. <laughs> Bob Dole remembers Bob Dole. I Bob still Dole. have like I, I still have like an hour of material on Bob Dole, and I was fifteen at the time. Yeah, exactly. This uh, Bob Dole was funny long before we had a show. Yeah, there, long before there were pods yeah. on which to cast. Right. Was, exactly. Yeah, the Bob Dole jokes predate the podcast and the, the iPod, the iMac. Yeah. yeah. Bob Dole jokes predate the big blue bubble iMac. <laughs> do they? Yeah. Hey, I guess a little like, bit. Yeah, just barely, but they do. Yeah. Bob Dole's riding the cane train. Like, you know. You, oh, my God. I would have if, given anything to hear those words. If those things had been contemporary, we could have done that joke for, like, an hour. Yeah, Yeah. no, that would have been every episode of this show. If, the, if it was 1996 or 1996 was now, somehow, because yeah. of time compression... Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Let's roll a topic. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Time compression. Okay. That's always how you know you've gone off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> Not even time compression can save Herman Cain's campaign. No, it cannot. King Chain. It's the King Chain, baby. 
King shit. Little music for the rolling. Is that a new one or is that from the album? No, that's from uh, Cane Train Babies. The same one where is the same one that starts. I'm riding the Cane Train. Okay. Yeah, it's like a four minute song. It's the one with Rich Little in it. Well, anyway, I'm gonna. Cane Train. May I roll the dice? Yeah, it's the music I'm singing while you roll. You're not supposed to stop rolling while I'm singing. Oh, oh, too late. Roll, roll. Oh, oh, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. All right. And it is a 16. Okay, what's topic number 16? Your strategy for surviving the inevitable zombie apocalypse. From Trevor in Sultan, Washington. Oh, that's pretty good. Thanks, Trevor. That is amazing. Yeah, zombie apocalypse. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, because... Let's get right down to it. The show's better when we got some nerdy shit to obsess over. Well, yeah, and being, you know, suitably nerdy and adventurous people, we think about zombies all the time. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, a couple points on that. One, that this is some good-ass timing, because uh, just last week, a week ago today, the uh, the the uh, the first half of the current season of The Walking Dead wrapped up for mid, its little... Mid-season mid-season finale, yeah. Mid-season finale. Right. In which uh, the uh, the series of... Long, pointless episodes before it were <laughs> given uh, somewhat redeemed in that you know if this payoff had come earlier, the tension wouldn't have been as great. You know, the payoff wouldn't have been as great. All right, here's a here, here's a thought. I don't trust us to watch our mouths, mm-hmm. so should we just go ahead and say spoiler alert? Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah, because okay. we might give away something if you haven't seen it. And you're waiting it. Um, yeah, spoiler alert. Maybe. Yeah, I'm giving it away at the end of this next sentence. So if you haven't seen the Walking Dead mid-season finale, just word, pause stop this. Pause now. this. Go watch it, and then yeah. come back to your yeah. Point is, the little girl who was missing turned out to be a zombie. I was so happy that we got some payoff on that. Yeah, because otherwise it would just be, oh, she's been missing for the whole season and we're going to whine about whether we should go wait for her or whatever. There was, I mean, that that made the whole half a season work. So, like, there was no other way for that episode to end without, you know, feeling cheated. Yeah. But when the little girl comes out and she's a zombie and they have to shoot her in the head and... The guy who they've been doubting his leadership, of course, is the one who steps up and shoots little girl yeah. without even thinking about it. Like, yeah, that's what had to happen to save that half a season. <coughs> yeah. So that was great. But The Walking Dead has taught me a strategy for surviving the inevitable zombie apocalypse. Okay. That being Trevor's topic. Yeah. And uh, and that strategy is, is uh, fucking tell people stuff. <laughs> like, if something bad happens to you or... If some major important life event has snuck up on you whilst you are fleeing the zombies, tell someone. I don't care if it makes for good drama, okay? It just have it out. You're in a lawless land, okay? So it's not like, you know, the repercussions are going to be different now than later. If anything, if you wait, they're going to be worse. In both cases, the person can murder you without consequences if they get mad. So do it now before they have it, you know, or just, you know, kill them, whatever. I mean, the point is that, yeah, just tell someone when something happens. Yeah, those people are really into keeping secrets. Like, I get that they hate each other and they're staying together out of necessity, basically. But still, yeah, yeah. just the high school level of not telling and he said, she said and stuff is just... Ugh. Yeah, and I'm not yeah. even picking up that they, they hate each other by and large. I mean, that farmer who they've been crashing with hates them because, you know, he's got a barn full of zombies he doesn't want them to know about. Well, I think and, for the uh, most part, they, they wouldn't choose to hang out with each other. If well, they, you that's know, true. Weren't kind of thrown together by disaster. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, 
hey, you're not a zombie. That's something you have in common with me. All right. Uh, it's true. I mean, that's, that's you know. That's enough for me after the zombies take over. Right, yeah. I mean, the, the weird thing that happens, you know, on that, but happens in zombie stuff in general is sometimes you'll have, like, one band of survivors come up against another band of survivors and they, like, fight. Rather than be like, hey, let's make a stand here. We got double the numbers all of a sudden. Yeah, why would you do that either? You know? I yeah, mean, exactly. I mean, yes, occasionally you stumble upon someone involved in some kind of horrifying Thunderdome scenario. Right. You know, where they're making people fight zombies for blood sport. Or you stumble on some weird cult where, like, the guy who's running the, the compound has a bunch of fucking child brides or something like that. Okay, yeah. But there's still people who aren't zombies. I mean, yeah, those people... Take them out. At the very least, take out the leader. Because you know what? A lot of people in Germany turned out to be A-OK once they got rid of Hitler. Yeah, that's you true. Know, they yeah. like beer. They like nice cars. These are things that I can stand behind. You know? Yeah, These Nazis are-, are bad. Not all Germans are bad. Yeah. There's lots of great German people. Sure. So, like, if you find the crazy town with, like, the creepy cult leader... You know, kill that guy. Most of those people are not there because they like him. They're there because they like not being eaten by zombies. Yeah, yeah. which is understandable. You know, Something that's coming up here is we're assuming we're going to survive at all. Yeah. Yeah, because... In- well, yeah, other, you know, we, this is our, our plans for surviving the zombie apocalypse. Sure. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, now, obviously, it can't be a zombie apocalypse unless most people don't survive. Yeah, logically. Yeah, because otherwise, then it's just, uh, like, three zombies, and they're taken out very quickly, <laughs> and, uh, well, problem over. Well, yeah, I mean, I've I've said for a long time that I, I still believe Shaun of the Dead is the most plausible zombie movie, because I just don't buy that the amount of military infrastructure we have, and just people with guns yeah. all over the world, all the armies are going to be you know, whittled down or taken away by the magnificent strategy of a mindless horde? Like... Not really, no. Yeah, no, but in Shaun of the Dead, and I believe this is the only zombie film that does this, you know, effectively, is, yeah, it's a bad couple of days, but then the British Army swoops in, forms a secure line, and machine guns the fuck out of them until there aren't any more zombies. And bear in mind, it's a bad day in that one town. You get the impression from the news report that it happened all over the world. Well, yeah. But but similar things happen. Yeah. Because everybody's got... Look, we're a violent culture. We We have a lot of huge armies. Yeah. You know? And and zombies, yeah, they're they're a threat, but they can't be that big of a threat. Nah, I can't imagine they would. No, uh, no. Maybe a thousand years ago. Yeah, but even then, like... I mean, the place where zombies, I guess, would be uh, hard to track, hard to wipe out, would be in areas that are sparsely populated. And right. then you're just not getting enough people to make more zombies. Yeah, I mean, if you're out on, like, a farm or something, and, oh, they got another one, oh, they're gonna, oh he's dead, no, oh, now he came, you know, resurrected the zombie, da-da-da, yeah. but... I yeah. mean, like, one zombie in the middle of the Sahara, he's gonna be hard to take out, because there's, he's hard to find, but who's he gonna bite? Yeah, who gives a shit about one zombie out in the Sahara? Yeah. Yeah. Really, the the, the, the least plausible part of Shaun of the Dead for me... Yeah. And in, 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 a, in a sense, it is actually a very plausible part of the movie. It's just not something I would personally do. Okay. Is the whole uh, don't say the Z word argument. You know? Oh, right. The uh, It's silly. And indeed, every zombie movie that's come out ever, really... Yeah. 
they 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 have the characters studiously avoiding saying the word zombie. Well, it, it, yeah, I mean, it depends on the particular universe the the show or film happens in is how aware they are of our popular culture. Yeah, like in in Shaun of the Dead, they specifically address you know. That there are zombie movies, and they're like, are these zombies? Don't call them zombies. They're not zombies. That's that's for movies. You know. Yeah, Zombieland did the same thing uh, very effectively. Right. I, I, which they, I, they I thought Zombieland out, was great. They flat out call them zombies. Yeah. Yeah. Which the, you know that's what you would that's what we would do. Yeah. And uh, you know, Zombieland is is probably the most real. And again, I'm I'm calling these comedies more realistic than than the, the dramas films. in a way. Yeah. Yeah. But. You know, I mean, that's kind of what we would do. We'd, we'd call them zombies. Where if somehow you were in that scenario where you know all the militaries and all the police and everything got taken out, yeah, and it was really almost everybody was dead, and you had to run for your yeah. life, kind of thing. But in that scenario, because nerds love to play these games where we talk about where we, I'm saying it right out, we, uh, right. talk about what they would do in yeah, this or that the, crazy the, situation. The public was unclear whether or not you were a nerd. Yeah, thanks. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, we talk about what we would do in this or that crazy situation. Oh, well, if I was on that boat and the Joker was like, you have to blow up one of the boats, I would do X. Or, you know, if I was, uh, you know, fighting these robots, I would do X. No, you would die. Well, yeah. You would fucking die. In almost every apocalyptic, uh, apocalyptic scenario... You would die. You'd probably die during the war that causes the apocalypse, and if not, you'd starve to death or, you know, be reduced to, you know, eating babies and then starving to death soon after. I think a lot of that depends on location. But, but... Okay. In the zombie scenario, Uh I really believe nerds would thrive. Right. Because all you need is a decent weapon and a knowledge of how zombies work. Right. And who is more up on their zombie trivia... Then yeah, the nerds. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that is one thing that I think is uh, lacking a little bit from The Walking Dead, at least the TV series. Now, the closest character is um, uh, Glenn. 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 Yeah, thank yes. you. The the closest to you know a, a clever nerd is Glenn. Yeah. Um, but I I feel like still even with him, they uh, Walking Dead team could benefit from you know a character that's a big nerd. And that has, you know, had all has been thinking about zombies for years and years anyway. Yeah. And just has all these ideas about all these ways you can escape zombies and defeat zombies and, you know, strategies and whatnot. I mean, it's sort of implied, never never stated, but always under the surface that in the Walking Dead universe, there have been no zombie movies. Right. There was never a Night of the Living Dead and there was never everything that came from it. Yeah, so if that's the case, then they would, yeah, they would have yeah. no idea. The best they can do is, like, the, the hillbilly survivalist guy. Right. You know, and it's like, okay, well, I guess he's a close second, but he's going to be a dick to you all. <laughs> if we found ourselves in a zombie situation, we are aware of all this culture stuff that has come before it, and so we would have... All sorts of ideas of what to do. Absolutely. Like, for example, there, there's one scene in the... And I'm going to keep going back to The Walking Dead, I guess, because that's the most current zombie thing. That is. and It's, it's not It's not bad. Let's, yeah. Let's damn it with some more faint praise. Anyway. Right. Sure. <laughs> I mean, there, <laughs> there, there's one scene in a recent episode where a couple of the guys are, you know, in the city and 
There's like a hundred zombies coming at him, and they're behind a fence. Yeah. Like a, just a metal chain link fence. It's not going to hold forever, but it's going to hold for a while. Yeah. And they're just, they're kind of standing back at it, you know, don't let them scratch me, that kind of thing. How are we going to get out of here? And the whole time I'm thinking, zombies are, are greasy, dried husks of people. Yeah. They've got to be flammable. Well, except for the really, well, that's the thing. The alternative is the, uh, the sort of soggy, rotten zombie, but those are filled with gas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just the, as flammable, I'm sure. Right. The the you know shit demon zombies at the bottom of the well. You're not going to be able to get them. But well, no, they're waterlogged. But uh, yeah, but in general, but yeah, you're right. A zombie. I mean, like Georgia is humid, and the show does take place in Georgia. But uh, I imagine the, the the last bit of moisture has been wrung out of a lot of those zombies. Yeah, they're not drinking water. No, mm-hmm. no. I would be blowtorching zombies all fucking day. Yeah. Like you don't even need bullets for that. No, the worst that's going to happen is one of them staggers away and maybe bumps into something while he's on fire. Right, if you've got a whole bunch of zombies like clustered together and you light one on fire, they're going to catch because they don't have any self-preservation instinct. No, they will keep walking. I mean, like, you can shoot a zombie in the chest and, you know, that's clearly a, a, a prelude to shooting it in the face and taking out the brain, which you need to do. Right. And uh, it will keep walking right at you like... Yeah, I can't see this escalating. <laughs> this is as bad as it's going to get, and this isn't bad at all because I'm a fucking zombie and I, I don't know anything. I'm just uh, I'm, I'm just a shell. Right. I'm not actually thinking about this. Yeah, yeah. And I think it more or less holds, you know, regardless of where you fall in the slow zombie, fast zombie debate. Oh, yeah. Because you're still just fighting a dumb thing for the most part. Well, yeah. Although the, uh, the fast zombies, at least as depicted in 28 Days Later... Uh, significantly are alive. Right, but are they intelligent? They're not intelligent. Then I'm not impressed. Uh, well, yeah. Then at, at that point, you're, you know, it's more like fighting an animal. Well, yeah. Than an undead. But it's harder to set on fire. Yeah, the fire thing wouldn't work, but, you know, the military thing would still work. Oh, uh, yeah, totally. You know, hunting would still work. Yeah. No. I mean, you know, humans know how to hunt bears, and a, a full-grown grizzly bear, is yeah. that really harder to kill than... Or easier to kill than a fast zombie? I doubt it. No, no. A grizzly bear is definitely harder to kill. It's a, yeah, exactly. It's a bear. So, it's, yeah. So of course, it's like that's my whole argument. It's a bear. It's a fucking bear, and those are real and super people, dangerous. People, really, people kill them more than they should because yeah, sometimes they're endangered species. Plus, they're just awesome. Yeah, but I mean, I mean people cool. kill them more than they should. Yeah. I mean, a bear can kill the shit out of you. A bear can. Like, take you apart. Literally, take the pieces off of you and scatter them. Yeah. And people are and people manage to kill bears just fine. Right. And, hum- so, yeah, human strategy still triumphs over, I think, fast zombies. And humans have been practicing killing other humans, the deadliest prey, since there have been humans. Yeah. So, if, if you can kill a thing that is capable of, of strategy and organization... Yeah. You can certainly kill something that's not. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's that's kind of the bottom line, you know. I, I, on, on that though, on that note, okay. One thing I think is kind of un, underrepresented in fiction. All right. Is the idea of the intelligent zombie. Okay. Because I can only name two examples. Okay? okay. There's the the Forsaken from the Warcraft series. All right. And the zombies from uh, Ugly Americans. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, they got uh, Mark's roommate Randall. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a sentient. He's a zombie, but he has all of his intelligence from when he was a human. Yeah. Well, that kind of uh, thing. in uh, in Land of the Dead, one of the you know newer and 
sort of by definition lesser uh, Romero zombie films. Oh, right. They yeah. do have the zombies beginning to gain sort of the, the first semblance of self-awareness. Right. With the implication that they could evolve further and attain some level of intelligence eventually. I know he's got another film coming, I think, but has Romero built on that yet? I don't think he has. He's been doing a lot of stuff in, like, another continuity and trying to do the found footage thing and right. really just uh, developing the uh, the concept in the wrong direction. I would, I would be interested to see an intelligent zombie film. You know, a, yeah. a serious one, you know, not a silly cartoon or a video game. Well, that's the problem with the intelligent zombie film, trying, even trying to do it serious, mm-hmm. is like, when do you, no matter when you reveal it, yeah, when you do the reveal of the intelligent zombie, right. it's going to be like the end of Gremlins 2, <laughs> with the smart gremlin in the suit talking. Oh, right, right, right. Civilization, that's all we really want. He's talking to the guy that looks like Grandpa Munster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was he Grandpa Munster? He continued to act... Or wait, no, no. I was, I was thinking Herman Munster continued to act for many years after that. But uh, um, I, both of them did. I mean... If, if you were to say that the guy dressed up to look like Grandpa Munster was actually the guy who played Grandpa Munster and it was almost the same costume, yeah. I wouldn't really doubt it, but I'd have to look it up to know. I've seen that movie exactly once when I was a child, so... I've seen it several times, but not recently. But the thing is... I hear it actually holds up a lot better when, like than you would expect it to. Yeah, both Gremlins movies are still fun. Yeah. Um, but the the Gremlins 2 came out uh, many years after The Monsters. Yeah. So I don't even know if that actor was still alive at that point. He he did sort of continue to do the uh, the Grandpa Monster thing for many years after The Monsters. So, I mean... Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it could have happened. All right, well, we, can, we can look that up. I cannot... Rem- I know his name, and I can't remember it, and I feel like an idiot. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to pause and go look it up? No. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's not really bothering me as much as I'm making it out to. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, the the intelligent zombie is going to be that problem. It's going to be the uh, the super intelligent chimp from The Simpsons. You're, no, I don't think we'll be telling them that. <laughs> you, you have a point. It takes out. I mean, it's got a different kind of scare element because now they can plan and yeah. fortify and stuff. It's going to be like. You know, it would be silly. Yeah, like there's no way to do it that's not silly. Either they're fighting the zombies and they notice that like the zombies are grunting at each other and like you know one of them or like using tools or something. Right. And then they get to the zombie like stronghold and in the center of it there's the smart zombie in the nice suit. You know, well I see you've arrived at last. (laughs) Yeah, you know. Do you remember? The Time Machine remake from a few years back. I never where they had... saw it. Okay, so you remember the Eloy and the Murlocs. Morlocks, but yes. Um, right, Morlocks, sorry. Yeah. Murlocs are fish people. We, we were talking about Warcraft, you got them on the brain. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, the the Morlocks in, in H.G. Will's novel were, yeah. you know, just dumb, brutish, devolved beasts that live underground yeah. and, and just fed on the Eloy. In a very, you know, mm-hmm. animalistic fashion. In the remake, which I have a couple of problems with, they had Jeremy Irons playing the the, the leader of the smart Morlocks. Oh, yeah. And they were yeah. they were intelligent and they actually had plans. And the Eloy were the Eloy also weren't as stupid. They had just gone a little more savage and yeah. they were running around in like fur skins and stuff and yeah. they were pretty. And I mean they were pretty in the book, but they were yeah. dumb as they were supposed to be, like, alien pretty in the book. Like, oh, these are, like, you know, pretty in the sense that, like, some kind of weird luminous alien would be pretty. Well, or, or, or just kind of slight and effeminate. Yeah. Kind of elfin. Elfin, yeah. Yeah. But, 
Yeah, in in the real yeah, they had smart Morlocks, and it came off dumb. Yeah, it came off as a bad movie script. So it would probably be like that. Like the other alternative, though, to the uh, to the dumb zombies. Well, not the other alternative, but the other way, or the other way, smart zombies could go. Right. Is like the uh, the I can't remember which ending of I Am Legend this was because there were several different endings and they were all horrible. Um, right. Like it's like I actually thought the ending of the Will Smith one wasn't terrible because it I was, can't. Oh I can't. wait, no, I take that back. The ending of the Will Smith one sucked. Yeah. Um, if they had ended it a couple minutes earlier, it would have been fine. Yeah, there were a couple different endings. And I can't remember which was the official and which was the alternate because I, I, they were all stupid. Well, the, uh, the book ends on a dark note. Yeah. So I think yeah. the, the book is fine. Oh, yeah. No, the book is fine. But we're talking... I'm talking the, the, uh, the film. Yeah. In which, uh, in, in particular, one of the endings has, like, you know, the, uh, the, the monster man, like, turning out, oh, he just wanted his girlfriend back or whatever. And he sort of grunts and roars. And he's like, rah, 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 rah. And Will Smith is like, oh, you have feelings. And it's like, it's one step from having the monster man like reach his hand out to Will Smith and be like, friend. I don't think that's the Will Smith one, though. I think that's the one that came before it. Well, Um, because that's the one where... I forget, but... Well, there was the the Will Smith one. one, uh, It might have been... That might have been in the Chuck Heston one. And, but... Maybe not. But in the Will Smith one, I remember it has that happy ending where he, like... He dies, but he delivers the cure uh, yeah. to that little stronghold of people. I'm, I'm not talking about that part. That part always sucks. I'm well, talking, that part sucked, too. I'm talking about the part right before that where he's in his lab and, like, they've broken in and they, they're going to try to kill him. But they just... One version is he just blows him up and it's all it's all okay. And the other version is, like, you know, the the bad monster wanted his, his lady friend back. And it's like... He might as well have just had Will Smith being like, oh, you and I aren't so different after all. You love to. Yes, here, show me your crude cave paintings and we can relate to that. No. Well, that no. does suck whenever that happens. Yeah. I mean, it's practically a Chud movie at that point. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and Point of Order and I Am Legend, they're more like vampires. Well, they are more like vampires than zombies. But, they're, but they are people who are altered. So yeah, they're... they're that. And Parallel. They're, they're not like... They're not like Dracula vampires. They're not refined. They're not. They don't live in nice houses. They right. They live. They, they they run around like naked and slimy. I am excited to see the Anne Rice slash Twilight equivalent of like a, a zombie film or romance novel, mm-hmm. where like you know, there's the teenage heroine who falls in love with like. The, you know, the dashing sexy guy with, like, rotting flesh. Ooh. And he's got worms in him and stuff, but he's a hunk. Hot. You know? Yeah. So hot. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see, uh, you know, Robert Pattinson as a decaying corpse <laughs> that's just walking and shambling. <laughs> We'd a, all like to see that. As a thirst Ooh. for brains. And then have, you know, girls still, like, oh, my God, I want him so hard. You know, take my virginity. And then he's got, like, just, like, uh, what are those things? Um... He's just got, like, corpse flies crawling oh. around his eyes. And, Were you thinking maggots? Uh, yeah, maggots yeah. in his belly and stuff. <laughs> and, like, you know, like maggots coming out of his cock. And he's oh. just nasty as hell. But he's a sexy zombie. And, yeah, I just like to see that go to that level, you know. I would not the, mind that. Of the undead fantasy fiction fetish thing. Yeah, or like, yeah. or even like he comes from a family of good zombies who have like <laughs> broken away from the horde. Right, yeah. 
and, and like they have to fight the bad zombies who are just you know mindless swarm zombies and you know. yeah and, and then he also has like the the bland girl who falls in love with him right oh that would be terrible <laughs> I would oh That's my god coming, we babe. need to make it happen like if somebody else doesn't step up to the fucking plate on this yeah. we have got to bring this bring this one in write a little <laughs> anonymous note to the lady who wrote Twilight and just see what she does with it. I'm a little curious. I, I feel like I don't want to get in contact with her at all. I'd like this book to also be good. I said anonymous. I don't want her to get back to me. Well, no, I, I, I just... I mean, there are good books about zombies. Maybe not intelligent zombies. No, but I would like... I, I would also like this book to have, like... Even if the whole concept is ludicrous and offensive and terrible... It would be fun if it was well-written. I, yeah, I would like it to be well-written enough that I'm, I'm not just rolling my eyes at every sentence about... Like, just the amazing depths of Edward's fucking eyeballs and shit. Like how a guy like Cory Doctorow can take a silly idea and still make an entertaining and, you know, well-written story yeah, out of it yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, okay. Because, yeah, I mean, just, like, the number of times in Twilight where it's literally just paragraph after paragraph just talking about what a wonderful thing it is to be loved by Edward Cullen. Right. Is, I mean, that's why those books are so big. <laughs> yeah. It's not... They're not good. Uh, but All no, right, well, the, the zombie equivalent thereof, fuck yeah, is the moral of that story. Yeah. All right, well, uh, let's... let's For, you know, uh, for the benefit of our listeners, some of whom may not have, you know, thought about zombies as much as we have, and, you know, to answer Trevor's, you know, the rest of Trevor's topic, yeah. let's, let's talk about some tips for surviving a zombie attack. Yeah. yeah. Tip, tip number one. Obtain a weapon. Yes. Any weapon will do. Well, but some weapons are better than others. Well, now, true. You know, you're, you're, now, guns are probably, you know, the easiest go-to. Yeah. But the thing is, ammunition is an issue. Um, Ammo will be an issue. And beyond that, guns actually require, you know, practice. Yeah, you're going to waste several rounds before you, you know, are good enough to... Yeah. You know, get a good shot. So if you don't already know how to use a gun, uh, I mean, if you want to go the gun route, you need to stockpile a lot of ammo. Yeah. You also need to practice at a range yeah. before civilization falls. Or after. I mean, you know, if you've got another, if you've got a second backup weapon, you right. can use that to clear a path to the range or just use whatever the fuck you want as a practice range because who's going to care? Yeah, no, you can shoot at anything. If, yeah. You know, most people are dead. But you want... All you need is a long hallway with a little target taped up at one end. It doesn't even have to be a great target as long as it's got a definable middle. Yeah. You want a reliable non-gun sidearm uh, that's very blunt. Um, yeah. That you, You're going to be able to need to swing it with a lot of force. Uh, it could be, you know, a crowbar. Yeah. Uh, you know, something you know, around the house, a small I mean, hatchet. crowbar is a classic. You got your little uh, Gordon Freeman tribute going on there. Baseball bat is, of course, the classic, with or without a nail in it. Yeah. I, and they make uh, an aluminum baseball bat would be, mm. you know... Oh, yeah, that's Probably ideal. even better than a wooden, because it'll break less. Yeah. Uh, if you can have a way to fashion, like, you know... Uh, a club or a mace, yeah. that kind of thing. That's more of a medieval weapon. Yeah, but. Now, a, a sledgehammer is tempting, but definitely a lot a lot of the weight is concentrated in the head of it. It's going to be too heavy to lift, probably. You need a, lot, a fair amount of upper body strength, and you generally need to use two hands. Yeah. So you may want to go with... But you do want some length. 
Because yeah. you don't want the zombie to be able to get a quick bite at your arm yeah, you while don't you're want trying to, to... You don't want to be close enough for him to grab you. I feel like, uh, you know, uh, uh, various uh, uh, bladed weapons, you know, your machetes. If you can get a sword, if you can get a fucking katana, it's, by all means. You need you need <laughs> to be able to, to wield it with enough force to pierce, though. Yeah. Um, if it's a, a blade that's not... But, well, here's the thing, okay? Here's, here's, here's why we're talking about this in this fashion. Is with a zombie the the whole point is the brain. Ideally, you need to take out the, cases. You need to take out the brain yeah. in almost every genre of zombie. Although, picture. if you can hobble the zombie in some way, that you can helps. take your time on the brain. Well, yeah. Um, if you can cut off a leg or break a kneecap, you can definitely you 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 just give yourself more time if there are several. Well, sure, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's a strategy for taking one down in multiple steps. Yeah. But if you're going to take it down in one step, I mean, your, your goal is to destroy the brain, yes. basically. Even if you just cut off its head... The head will stay alive. Yeah, the head will be alive and it'll try to, you know, bite at people's it'll, feet when yeah, they run by. It'll roll at you and kind of... It, yeah, it's... A, you're basically dealing with a Black Knight scenario. You can cut off as many limbs as you want and he'll keep coming. Right, exactly. Even if he's, you know... Even when he's rendered immobile, yeah. if you get close enough, he'll still get at yeah, you. Yeah, he'll still nip. Right. If you're using, obviously, if you're using a gun, uh, a bullet to the head will destroy the brain no problem. It'll yes. go right through the skull. If you're using a sword, you need to be able to have a, a sharp enough blade and strong enough strength in your arms mm-hmm. to actually cut through the bone. Yeah. And to get break, at it. To at least break the skull, yeah. Right. Whereas so, if you're using a blunt object... You can... Cave that in. Right. You can yeah. damage the brain without necessarily doing as much damage to the skull. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, no you're doing a lot of damage to the skull. Well, you're going to do damage to the skull, but the, the pressure is going to, you know, yeah. hurt the brain even if you don't have a clean break. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think an axe is an elegant solution to that. Yeah. It? Yeah. An axe right to the forehead. Uh, the other problem with blades is, of course, if they get stuck, you got to pull them back out again. That's true. You have a, a, a harder time yeah. getting a blade out than you would a blunt object. I mean, obviously, carry several weapons. I mean, like, you've got, if you've got a blunt object, uh, carry around a, a knife, a screwdriver, something you can jam in an eye socket. Yeah, yeah. In, uh, it, or, or an ear, you know? The thing is, the you head has a lot of vulnerable points. Right. You don't want to get that close if you can help it. I mean, really, once the point where you're jamming in a screwdriver, you're getting close to, you know, it being able to grab you and bite you oh, before yeah, yeah. it falls over. That is definitely your uh, your your emergency weapon. There, it's a, a a variation on the screwdriver. If you can get one, is a, a spear. A spear. Yeah, because that's got a nice long shaft. Yeah, you can. Uh, you, if you if you have access to a, a spear, a pike, that kind of thing, you can get at the zombie and still have plenty of space yeah. to move around. Hell, if you got a good straight stick, just sharpen up one end of that shit, uh, hard yeah. it over a fire, and you're good. That's the thing. I mean, you know, you're gonna have not only the stuff around your house, but you're gonna be able to loot other people's homes and all kinds of whatever stores, delis, that kind of thing that are around you. So you can take a, just a fuck ton of brooms and mops and stuff Oh yeah, and turn them into weapons. They're right there. You don't even have to go shopping. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we did mention fire before. Yes. Yeah. So, if I mean, now, the, uh, the aerosol can with the match or the lighter in front of it is not recommended. That can uh, back, backfire. The, the flames can go back into the can, which will then explode in your hand. 
You really got to know what you're doing with that. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, uh, any device designed to light fires, by all means, it's... Uh, yeah, yeah, and I mean... If you have access to a flamethrower, hell, even if there are no zombies around, it's just after the apocalypse and you somehow obtained one, you're going to play with it. <laughs> it's hard to get your hands on a, you know, honest to God flamethrower. But if you can... That's... Almost, that's kind of a weapon of war. I mean, you know, even, you're not even going to get those at, like, the gun shop, that kind of thing. So with fire, you're probably going to have to improvise. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of ways to do that. I mean, you remember in uh, Lord of the Rings, um, you know, I I think at one point Legolas has that uh, flaming arrow thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, flaming arrows. Flaming arrows are a classic. If you you know how to handle a bow, then you are definitely going to be kind of the star of the, the zombie apocalypse just because you're, you're the arrow guy, you're the archer guy. Yeah, how badass is that to yeah. have, a, you know, an archer guy jumping around and shooting arrows? And if you can, if you've got a big cluster of zombies and you can oh, yeah. shoot a flaming arrow into the cluster, yeah. you might be able to take out a whole crowd of them if they're packed together tightly enough. Absolutely. Yeah. But in any case, you know, keep around like a lighter. Yeah. Because um, you're, you're going to find like grease and oil and stuff. And gasoline and lots of flammable things. If you need to soak it on something, yeah. if you have a if you have a building that's full of just zombies, there aren't any people in there. Don't hesitate to torch the damn thing. Yeah, there's going to be plenty of leftover buildings in the apocalypse. Exactly. You know, right? So why not do a Mrs. O'Leary's cow scenario and just yeah. burn the fucking barn full of zombies down? Yeah. Yeah. Now, of course, when selecting your weapon. Uh, another tip, another tip besides just combat, you know, yeah. because there's more to it than that. Uh, another important tip for the zombie apocalypse, know what the rules are. Know what the zombie rules are. Yes. Uh, not that, all zombie uh, rules are the same. Yeah, does it have to bite you? Does it, and if it bites you, do you have to die and then you come back as a zombie? Or does the bite always kill you? And indeed, are there other ways to get turned? For example, in 28 Days Later, the zombies were, uh, of course, alive. But getting any uh, blood or saliva from a zombie into an open wound right. would at, be enough to turn you. Right. At that point, zombieism is a bloodborne pathogen. Yes. Yeah. And so, obviously, know the rules. I mean, if, if, if zombieism is indeed a bloodborne pathogen, maybe don't use a blade. Yeah. Stay alert. Stay, yeah. If, if a zombie bleeding on you is enough then you're going to want to avoid that. You're yeah. going to want to keep them at range, ideally. Long sleeves, goggles, gloves. All Absolutely. The time. Uh, wear a mask if you can. Yeah. You know. I mean, goggles especially, because of that poor guy in 28 Days Later, he's just looking up at the zombie and one drop of blood hits his eye. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have to shoot him in front of his daughter. It's so sad. Yeah, it's like that water alien in Doctor Who, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't you don't want that. And goggles look cool they in do. the post apocalypse anyway. Yeah. You're gonna want to be the guy in goggles. That's Absolutely, badass. Yeah. You know, no question. Oh, oh, here's another one. Mm-hmm. Get a big dog. Big dog, yeah. Big dogs most of the time when dogs are confronted with the supernatural, yeah. they don't like it. Yep. So if you can train your dog that it's okay to rip out that zombie's throat with his teeth. Oh, hell yeah. You're going to have the best backup you could hope for. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not saying you can get a dire wolf because those aren't real, but a big fucking dog is still descended from wolves. But that's another thing to keep in mind. Are animals uh, subject to the zombie plague? Because in a lot of zombie stories, it's only humans. In a lot, yeah, it's not even mentioned. There's some there's some logic to that in that I mean, it depends on what... The what's, rules are yeah, what's the cause, why is it working? But I mean, for the most part, uh, viruses can't travel between species without significant mutation. Yeah, you know. 
So oftentimes, yes, there are uh, your 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 animals are going to be okay, and that means get a dog to help you fight. If you need to go somewhere, consider a horse. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean that's always cool. Yeah, horses are fast. They yeah. can eat grass. Exactly. You don't have to find gasoline. And who's been mowing, you know? Yeah, exactly. You don't have to go negotiate with the marauders for fuel. Yeah. Yeah. Who wants to do that? No. Horses are great. Always. Um, Horses are a little vulnerable because they've got a lot of bitey bits, but they can, hopefully they can kick away. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of good meat on a horse. Yeah. And so. so, But if you have to sacrifice your horse, or in, in worst case scenario, you have to eat your horse. Yeah. You know, horse meat, uh, and horse butchering was just, Made legal again in the U.S., so as if that would matter after the apocalypse. It wouldn't at all. Yeah, it's just a really weird thing for Congress to focus on. Yeah, it is. I don't know who was lobbying for that. I don't. I don't <laughs> Probably know. some people who are really hungry. <laughs> yeah, it's like I. I don't know. It's just weird. I mean, I don't have anything specifically against eating horses. I guess. Yeah. But I. I don't care because there are cows and pigs. Yeah, those are. I mean, I know those are good. Yeah, I love eating those, and they're, they're not really scarce. Yeah, um, they're not any scarcer than horse meat. Yeah, do you know so. how many chickens there are? <laughs> there are so many chickens, oh and most God. of them taste really good. Yeah, yeah. So fuck that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you know, um, that's that's really about it for zombies, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, once you know the rules and you have your uh, your weapon. Then all you need to do is uh, go through your, your iPod and pick out your zombie fighting anthem. Yeah, totally. That you listen to when you're killing zombies. Yeah. 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 If you can port that through from speakers so you can oh, really yeah. get everyone motivated. Oh, hell yeah. You know, you're like, uh, uh, ideally, it's kind of like the, the weird old guy that sometimes puts the old jam box on his bicycle and rides around the neighborhood. Yeah. Blasting like 70s tunes. Yeah. It's like if you work out something like that and you go in and you and your, you know, survival buddies are fighting zombies and you like blast the Andrew WK, that's going to be fucking fun. That's zombie killing music right there. That's early zombie killing montage music. I'm going to feel way more motivated, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You need, you need a good tune. You do. Yeah. And, uh, well, I think that about wraps it up for zombies. I think so. But so, before yeah. we go, before we go. Okay. Uh, last night. Yes. I received a phone call from some uh, intrepid fans of the show. Okay. Who uh, who first uh, told me a story in a funny accent about buckets. Okay. And then uh, read to me. Okay. From a series of uh, erotic novels published in the 70s and 80s. Right. Do you have a clip to play on the show? I don't. Okay. Because uh, they uh, they took me by surprise. All right. And I did not have time to get to the recording stuff. But uh, intrepid fans of the show who did this, and I guess other people who have my number, but like, let's not overdo it. If you'd like to call up and uh, read excerpts from hilarious erotic novels of days of yore, we're open to that, and we're open to maybe having a segment on the show about that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I, I think let's let's work out. Since you're mentioning on the show, let's work out a way to have this on the show. Yeah. Um. You know, maybe we get some uh, Skype calls in, something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so I mean, send us an email at topicsofthebeak.org. If yeah. you want to call into the show. Yeah. Give us a heads up so we can set things up in advance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not giving you my number, but yeah, no. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, shoot us an email. We can set things up on Skype in advance, whatever. Yeah, send us those topics, too, yeah. while you're at it. And uh, and we will give you your own segment where you read something horrible. Maybe, if it's good. Yeah, I mean, it has to be funny. But uh, these were horrible books, including which did indeed feature the word fuck rod. Okay. Yeah, so uh, that's what I learned this weekend. 
Okay. Yes. All right. All right. All right. So until next week. All right. Have a have a good zombie apocalypse, everybody. Fuck rod is all one word. Ride that cane train. Ride that. Cane train. Ride the cane train. I said ride the cane train. Not anymore because he's gone. You can fucking cry about it. Mm-hmm.